Drag queen hostess Veranda. (laughs) 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 What is going on? I have no idea. I have no idea. Ugh, and this is ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Let's hawker. (laughs) He introduces me with a hawker. (laughs) I've never felt more loved in my life. It's Mr. Thomas. Hooray. <laughs> Clean your own microphone. Oh. Now that's that's, that's <laughs> producer Chris's job. Producer Chris. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Compose oh. yourself, lady. I can't help it. I know, but we have a it's, big oh, one tonight. We do. We do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Ooh. We have an amazing show coming up. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you had a bad week, Veranda? It's been a week. It's been a day. <laughs> it's been a day. All right. Oh. Lord, Lord have mercy. So we have a fantastic guest today with us. It is the fabulous, fabulous triple threat, we're going to call him at this yeah, why point. Why not? Yeah, triple threat. Taylor Frey Tay-tay. will be here, and he's going to tell us all about some, some, some... He's some, got a lot to tell us. He's got lots. He's got lots. Because he <laughs> is actually starring in It Chapter 2 in theaters now. In theaters right now. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. His list of credits, we're going to have to cut this right now. <laughs> this is like going fucking nowhere. She's just breathing at me. <laughs> just stop it. It's chapter two. Done. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. It chapter two, right? Right. All it right. Chapter- He's starring in the new It chapter two movie. Thank God. <laughs> 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 and many, many other things. <laughs> Who are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Frey. <laughs> oh, I swear. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, can, we, can we move on now, please? And now we're going to move on to our listener emails. It's time to reach into our mail sack. I can't. <laughs> oh. oh, let's get in that mail sack and let's read these emails. Hi, producer Chris. If you need a gorgeous blonde girl to come and serve as bodyguard... To stop Veranda's incessant <laughs> harassment, my services are yours, Sybil from Alabama. <laughs> what was her name? Sybil. Sybil. All right. That's Sybil, yes. Please. How many personalities do you have today, Sybil? Because <laughs> I'm experiencing about six of them. <laughs> oh, my God. You ready for me? Yeah. Hello, sisters. Hi. Here in Russia, things are bleak and gray. You bring such color and rainbows to our long, dark days. We keep you in our prayers so that you can keep doing the work that you do. Nikki from Moscow. Oh, wow. Thank you, Nikki. And I hope that you're laughing right along with us, too. Yeah. (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) Go on, Chris. All right. (laughs) Oh, man. Now I have to get serious. Yeah. All right. Dear Chris and Thomas. Yay. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you the hell? stunning sexy stars. 
Yes. You manly, magnanimous muffins. True. All right. You handsome, hung, hyacinths of humanity. That's us. I adore you both with all my heart. Oh, yes. I almost forgot. Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who? Wait, Dragalope. Yay, Dragalope. Thank you. Uh That's my favorite Dragalope email. You know, and it's like she knows us. I know. Mm -hmm. Right. Like she's sitting right in here with us. Somehow, someway, (laughs) I'm going to find you. (laughs) (laughs) Lock your door, Dragalope. All right, here we go. Hello from Portugal. Ooh. Oh, I don't know how you say hello in Portuguese. I don't know either. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. Hello. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's probably not it. No. Okay. No. All right. Um, you all guys are crazy and wonderful. Uh, voice um, from the voice. I really feel Mr. Thomas has packing from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Is true or no? It matters for my fantasies. Wow. <laughs> ah, Rafi from Portugal. Well, Rafi, Remember, we read these as we get them. We read them as we get them. Mm-hmm. And no truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> Rafi. Okay. Thank you. My turn. Yeah. Okay. Hey, titty mothers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I read it as I get it. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> I love the regulars. I feel like Dr. Pete and all the return guests start to feel like family. I'd love to revisit Brandon, Frank, Chris Rice, Dr. Pete, and the Claus people all again. Thanks, darlings. Carmen from Chile. Oh, thank you, Carmen. Yeah, we love those people, too. We do, we do. We're going to have to get them all back on the horn here and uh, tell us what their new projects are coming up. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Well, those and many others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Many more to come. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, show. Hello. Hi. I know. Yet another elderly queen singing your praises. Aww. In all honesty, you are you all are the light in my day. How about an occasional shout to the octogenarians? You make us elders proud to have done the work we did. From Kevin in Boca. Hi, Kevin, darling. We love you. We love you. We love you. Excuse me. I just lost my voice. (laughs) I lost my voice for a second there. I thought you were doing a bad elderly person interpretation. No, I lost my voice. No, we love you. We love you. We love all of our LGBT at any age. I hope that you're doing well in Boca and send us some sunshine, honey. Yes, we need it. Yes. (laughs) Dearest bitches. Oh, your favorite. Well, um, you gays are the best. Okay. Mm -hmm. We played your show song as we marched for our rights in Hong Kong. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Please keep sending love to us guys. It really, really, really inspires us very much. This was from Sumi from Hong Kong. Thank you, Sumi. Thank you so much. I, I keep fighting, keep fighting for your rights, and I hope that you that you do get them and and you're able to enjoy your beautiful life. Yeah, and stay safe. That's right. Mm-hmm. Please do. Right? Please do. Keep listening. Okay. Dear Tip for Tat Show, what's up, dearest drag rot children? <laughs> I am a celebrity. I have a famous father and mother. Oh. I can sing. I can judge, and I can quote your show verbatim, bitches. Who am I? Oh. And when am I going to be asked on this horrid mess of joy? <laughs> <laughs> Signed, K, just the letter K, Oh, from the world. Oh, my. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my. That's going to be something. Isn't that something? I, K, <clears throat> huh? Could it be Kelly? No. Who knows? Oh. How many Ks are there, really? Well, a lot. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. You have that whole, <laughs> you know, <that> whole <laughs> Kardashian family. Oh. Yeah, you do. You do. No, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Famous father, famous mother. Right. Right. Okay, so we got that. I can sing. I can judge. So, okay, to figure out what show were they on mm. where they were judges. So, okay, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I was Was thinking on The that. Voice. Yeah. Or is in the voice still. But does she have a famous mom and dad? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't know. Um, we know she can sing, obviously. Mm. But Kelly Osborne does. 
That's true. Uh-huh. Very true. Very Ozzy. true. She can sing. She can. She yes. She did judge. Mm-hmm. She did judge. Yeah, she was on. Uh, she was on Project Runway. Oh, and <clears throat> Fashion Police. And Fashion Police. Yeah. Or so, it could be judge like judgmental. Well, that too. Well, that could be anybody. Well, <laughs> you know, true. And if she can quote the show verbatim, that means she's listening. She's listening. So, all right, Kay, we want you. We want you now. We're, 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 our interest is peaked. Mm-hmm. It certainly can't be the Kardashians. It, you never know. It says they can sing. You never know. No. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're off our list now. <laughs> Just piss them off. Well, right? They got mm-hmm. enough. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Chris. Hello to you from Thailand. Oh. Hello. You have Mrs. Veranda. And we have girly boys, too. We sing and dance and look gorgeous, just like Nissa's veranda. That's NRS. Read it as we get it, right? Yes, we do. Send us some gorgeous clothes, our princess. Anonymous in Thailand. Wow. I we don't think we've ever had Thailand before. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. no. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I um, well, I, I, can't, I can't sing. I know that. That's for certain. So you're one up on me in that, that world. It sounds like Definitely. you're a legend in Thailand. Well, I I guess. I guess. You know what? I'll just we're gonna have to find a way to get something there. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you a t shirt that says I'm big in Thailand. That's right. But you're pretty much big everywhere. I, right? That's just because I'm a giant drag queen lady. That's so nice yeah, though. I yeah. Yeah. My gosh, we had some some all over the worlds here. Yeah. Yes. Hong Kong, Moscow, Chile, Portugal, Alabama. <laughs> Fits right in there. <laughs> of course, that one was for Chris. Yes, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chris, you have a bodyguard coming for you. Yes. You know, we added that ninth pane of glass. Right. That's you know. Can we take a few panes off if you get a bodyguard? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was our mail sack. Or our viewer email. <laughs> oh, man. <coughs> really? Yeah. Ugh. But we got a big show tonight. We do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So stick around for our very special guest tonight, Taylor, Taylor Frey. Frey. Tay Frey. So we're back. Yay. And we have an amazing guest tonight. I know, I know. I can't wait. Yeah. And I actually have been working on a secret project with this person. Uh-oh. Ooh. Yeah. You'll never know anything about it. Trust well, me. Well, screw you. Right. But anyway, <laughs> let me tell you about this person, okay? Yeah. If you saw what well, you have, but yeah. on our Instagram, mm. I actually called him a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I work a lot with models mm-hmm. and my philosophy is always nobody gets everything. So if... You're usually very gorgeous. You're probably dumb as a box of rocks and vice versa. (laughs) So every now and then, one of these people rolls along. Sure. That has, like, amazing talent, amazing looking, amazing kindness, work ethic, yeah, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if, like, before they're born, they've blown God or something like that. But um, oh my God, really? Something's happening because <laughs> <clears throat> this guy's got pretty much everything. And just a quick rundown: GBF, gay best friend movie, mm. um, which made me laugh out loud. Yep. Hairspray, Finian's Rainbow, South Pacific, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, <gasps> <sighs> and goes on and on and on and on. And then to top it off, yeah, one of the nicest people ever, right? No. So without further ado, and without further compliments, here's Taylor Fry. Woo woo! <laughs> wow, I've never received such an introduction. I, I uh, very, very kind. Thank you. At first, I didn't know where it was going because you're like, you know, dumb as a box of rocks. And no, like, no. <laughs> like, but this which also fits. It also would be truthful. And that's so that's a lie. That's a complete lie. How are you doing? Oh. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you guys? We're good. Yeah, you know, we're good. just uh, enjoying uh, every second of it. And I will tell you this, Taylor. What? You should be a little bit honored because Veranda broke out the Couture Givenchy just for you. Ooh, I love that because, you know what, I just wore Givenchy on the red carpet for the It 2 premiere, which I opened that film, and I was offered to be dressed by them. I was super excited, pulled the full look together, and I was like, no, I can't just wear this. 
I have to do something a little grungier. My role in the movie is really gritty. Um, so I paired it with a leather white harness over the shirt and it ended up being awesome. It's my favorite look yet. Yeah, we are aware. I don't know if you know that. Um, <laughs> we stalk you a bit. I don't yeah, know if you were... Just a little bit. Oh. <clears throat> Did you... I was proud of that. I don't know. I felt like that was just a, <laughs> that was a win for me personally because I've had so many, so many bad red carpet looks. Like I walk out there confidently and then I see the Getty images. And I'm like, oh, shit. What have I done? <laughs> well, that's because you never called me. That's why. Uh, hello? Yeah. Right. Next, right. next time I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we get silly, which we generally do, I want to take a minute and get a little bit serious. Um, your background is that you were born and raised as a Mormon, and it was not the easiest time, but what you've done, which after the introduction people should expect, I guess, you actually are spending a lot of time talking to kids, talking about your experience in the hopes that it gives them a little bit of help. Yeah, you know, Oh gosh, why you hit me with this right? right <laughs> it, like it all this always makes me it just I feel that in, that feeling in my chest, that tightness it makes me a little emotional, sometimes difficult to talk about. I just my experience was so specific and I say that knowing that I was born in into a first world country, having lived in a third world country for many years on my mission, um and being healthy and having a lot of wonderful things um but yeah, the, my upbringing was specific and I was a really sad kid. Maybe that was partly because of lack of experience, but also not to negate what it's like to be a young Mormon gay. Yeah. And, you know, I look back, it's funny. My husband and I were just reading some of my old journal entries and every other one in high school and junior high talked about sadness and suicide or, you know, gosh, today I just feel like ending it or it's silly things even like you're lucky you're just paper and you're not a live human like me who has to deal with these feelings. Like I'm my thoughts, you know, I was, I was what, 14, 13, 15, you know, I hadn't evolved enough into think of writing poetically about sadness. I was just stating my feelings and, you know, I'll never ever obviously forget that as happy as I am now and all the joy that I have found, I would, my goal is to help young gay Mormons specifically and, and, and in all super religious households, just to find light and to hang on just a little longer. Uh, the suicide rates in Utah are, are very, very high. Yeah. And, you know, people, and the, of course, the Mormons love to be like, well, it's altitude, you know. We're very high up here in the mountains. Okay, <laughs> cool, yeah. We're also kind of got a lot of asshole principles in your religion. But so I've just been trying to, to, to share my story, which is not always easy and sometimes come with criticism, you know, sometimes doesn't, but... I don't know. I just want to help little kids like me because if I could have had, I didn't know any gay people when I was that age and when I was yeah. going through that. Had I, I don't know, had some example. I don't know if I wasn't tuned into TV enough or I wasn't watching The Old Will and Grace. I'm not sure what, but I wasn't aware that there were happy, successful, you know, fun, great, handsome, young gay people in the world. I just didn't know that. And yeah. that would have changed everything for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but part of that, though, also, I think um, our backgrounds kind of help us to get where we are today. And I bet you're, well, I know you are um, far more appreciative of everything, right? I think that's absolutely true, yeah. for sure. And it's it's instilled, you know, some people call it the gay syndrome, where you want to do the most and be the most because you have felt so less than your whole life. And I would hope that no, that's no longer true. And then I just am a hard worker. But I am very grateful now for for my experience as a young gay kid because I think it, it molded me into who I am today, which is someone I am proud of. Yeah. But I do think that rings true that those, those, uh, those of us who felt like we were uh, not worthy and, and not up to par, we do kind of overachieve if you want to put a, a, a word to it. Um, yeah. and, and why shouldn't we, you know, I mean, I think that that's what put us in a different, a different light. We do try to succeed where others can't, and we push a little bit harder and we go a little bit further and we have that little bit more of, of an attitude or a snark or, or that even drive that I think it actually helps other people. I think, I think it actually gives, uh, you know, those around us a sense of, wow, if, if you can do it, so can I, you know, I, I like that drive. I want to keep going and doing, and, and I think it's a positive I absolutely agree. You know, if you can make it through the bullshit and the hard years, I do think you kind of become refined through that fire and turn into this sort of 
diamond. I mean, some of our greatest curators and creators are gay. I mean, in the yeah. arts, in theater, in you know, television, movies, whatever it is. I mean, they are often gay people, and yeah. that's something something that I think is really special. You know, going back to the uh, you know teen teen suicide or even uh, suicide within the LGBT community, that's really tough. And and I know there's this whole little uh, thing going out there that if, even if just one gay adult um, were to make an effort or to reach out a hand or to even say hello to a younger LGBT person, it it it, it reduces the risk of suicide like forty fifty percent, which is I mean unreal right that's i mean the problem is reaching some of those people who need it the most who are not you know out i guess for lack of a better word or aren't don't have a way to portray like i need help those are the hardest people to reach so you're just you're kind of praying and hoping that your message reaches those in the corners of a home in centerville utah who hates their existence and hates what they're hearing on sundays It's, it's difficult i'm not really sure how to to be better at it well, you know, and and what's really kind of interesting for us is, and I know you and I had spoken about this earlier, but um, a lot of email that we get, a lot of email that we get are very much exactly what you're describing. Like, um, I don't know how to go on, you know, um, I'm bullied constantly. And I think there's a little bit of a disconnect right now because a lot of adult gay men are thinking, we've come so far, we've worked so hard, we achieved so much, but we were a little bit surprised by how much email we get. Not that much has changed for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're correct. There's just, there's such a there's so much further to go in certain communities. I think a lot of those emails come from communities and that with strong gay presence. You know, East Coast, West Coast, you name it. But there's an entire section of Middle America who really does need help. Right. Well, it's also I think I think the 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 gays who and I'm speaking broadly as LGBT gays, um, you know, once once we've kind of figured out our own way and our own path, and maybe we do a little outreach or or we we become an advocate to a certain extent, we become passive, and it's like oh well, it worked for me. I'm in a good space. You know, I, I'm I'm fine, and it, you can't you can't yeah. push it forward. And I look at it that way. It's like. I want to do better. I want to keep that's there's that drive again. Like yeah. I want to keep going and I want to keep doing things or, you know, I'm going to go to my local LGBT center. I'm going to go to a local nonprofit, see what I can do to help or, but then again, it's, a, it takes certain, certain people. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In three feet of wigs. Yes. Yeah. No less. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know how hey, much positivity I can, I can give? Right. You know how much, how much positivity yeah. can I give with a, with a, with a three layered wig uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the brightest colors. I mean, you can a lot. That's the best. Those are the most. Those are the most fun. It's the most fabulous part of the community. I, I, I love it. Don't encourage her, please, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit across from this now. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, tell us a little bit about your time on the set of It, the uh, part two, chapter two. <clears throat> well, you know what i I've been surprised at the response that we've we've gotten, there's been so many articles written by, you know, some pretty reputable sources about why is this included in the film? What does it mean? You know, this isn't wrapped up. This, this gay couple gets hate crimes and then there's nothing more that's said of it. And I I get it because it would be wonderful to see vengeance served and, you know, whatever else to the people who, who beat us. For those of you who haven't seen it, I guess it would be a bit of a spoiler. So I'll try to monitor a little, but yeah, you know, people have had a lot of opinions about it. They really have. And I've been surprised about that. But the truth is, you know, this was a scene from the book. Mm-hmm. And when I got, arrived there in Canada to shoot it and try to get in that headspace, fortunately and unfortunately for me as an actor, it's always been easy to tap into a sort of well of negativity. I, I you know, I have that just kind of naturally built into me. It's not difficult to tap into memories or whatever it is that helps me be present, which hopefully makes me a, a good actor when I, I when I need to portray those stories. Um, but you know, it was hard. It was you know, for two weeks we're up there in in what was turned out to be very cold, surprisingly, pretty early on. Mm. Um, just repeatedly being called 
you know, faggot and blah, blah, blah. And then you're getting punched over and over and then your head accidentally hits the cement and it really actually hurt because they pulled the mat away when it was time to shoot. And, uh, (laughs) you end up just kind of being like, Oh man, oof, this is, this is a long night. And you know, they're night shoots. So Mm -hmm. on top of the difficulty of the scene work, which in its own way is thrilling because it is so extreme. It is like the most, it's the highest intensity form of acting you can do. Um, it's just, you know, beating and screaming and getting choked and throwing over a bridge, all of it, you know, but on top of that, you're up there, you know, trying to sort through your emotions, but also not hit your head on the cement and whatever else and keep your emotions in check. So when you, when you are done, you feel okay. But furthermore, you know, these are night shoots. So you wake up pretty late when the sun's already going down up in Port Hope, and then you shoot till six. And just as the sun is coming up, you go back to sleep and you know, it's funny. I think at the Game of Thrones cast who had like three month shoots at a time of night shoots and I'd had to do two weeks. Let me tell you, yeah. I do not know that I'm cut out for night shoots. <laughs> I just, you don't see the sun, even though it was two weeks, it was very, very difficult on me. On top of the material, I, it was also just always dark. So mm. it was it was interesting. Oh, it was they, really, they, it was really, it was a learning experience. They couldn't put that night filter on. What the hell? <laughs> no, no, no. Like and Andy Machete, he's such an incredible director. Like he is no bullshit. He gets the real take. He gets the raw stuff. He's amazing. So yeah, wow. So, but a generally a good experience, yeah. Oh, amazing experience okay. because you know these days being a part of a studio film is a little bit more rare. You know, there's right. lots of Netflix films and indie films, and that's really cool. But you know, to walk onto the WB lot or, you know, go shoot on that kind of budget to that and that magnitude and then do your ADR. And I don't know, it's just a whole other level. I think of the old Hollywood stars, what it must have been like to have been signed to these multiple picture deals. And even though I was such a small part of it too, it felt so luxe. And that was really cool. That is cool. So how do you feel that, that the, uh, the it with Tim Curry you know, I know it was a different time and a different time. I, I'm sure you've seen it, but how do you think that compares to this this little bit of a reboot, so to speak, of uh, of of a modern twist, so to speak? Well, first of all, the Tim Curry miniseries left out the gay bashing, you know, because of course they left it out then. The gays complained, and now it's in, and the gays are kind of like. Well, now it's in, you know, no one's ever truly happy because <laughs> um, it's such an iconic scene from the book. But the Tim Curry miniseries, I mean, I thought it was incredibly well done, which is the which is why it's so successful now. And yeah. it has been, you know, one of the highest grossing horror franchises ever. It's been it's been amazing because that first series was so done. Well done. Um, so, you know, now it's a little more artsy. Andy has put these incredible spins on the characters and just his cinematography and the shots in his eye has created really something beautiful. When it comes to horror films, yeah. it's so much more than that. It really is a story about survival and love and friendship and fighting evil. And in a, in a world like today, there's so much of that to fight that Pennywise the Clown, and you name it, he could be any evil force that you see on a day-to-day when you turn on the news. He could be uh, Trump. He can be ISIS. He can be, you, you know, who knows, yeah. whatever that is to you. I mean, it's there. Well, Taylor, I don't know if you know this or not, but Veranda originally was shot for it as well. And in testing, <laughs> nobody could tell the difference between her and the clown. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that is so funny. Well, I'm sorry you lost out. I'm sure you would have done a great job because Pennywise is very tall in these movies. So that works. Right. It would have been perfect. I see. I keep and see. This is what I always do, and, and and Thomas always yells at me. He's like, you know, she's always looking for an angle. I always have an angle. Hey, come on, book a seven foot tall drag queen for something already. Jeez. You know what? That's true. You got to have an angle always at everything, every day. You got to know what you're coming at. So good for you. Well, and I feel your pain because as you were describing getting your head bashed on the cement, et cetera, et cetera, that's how I feel every time I walk in the studio <laughs> and look at my lovely co host. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's work. It's work. Hate crime. Yes. Uh, But before we get to the game, and I'll tell you, this is going to be a good one. um, I want to talk about another thing that you're doing because clearly you don't have anything to keep you busy in your days and evenings. (laughs) Um, You actually started another super helpful business. 
Yes. Uh, a couple of years ago, my husband and I decided we wanted to have children. So we started to look into adoption and turns out the logistics of adoption are really complicated. Yeah. Um, it can take years to get a newborn if that's what you want. And even when you do get one, there are certain statutes and laws where the, the birth mother can change her mind. We've had friends get one and then get one taken back. It's just, it is complicated and equally as expensive as say IVF. So then you get into this dilemma. Okay. There's a lot of kids in orphanages. What does that mean? I would love them all to have a home. And then you yeah. look at your own life and think, okay, well, if we do accept a five or six year old, are we ready for those challenges and the things, you know, the, whatever comes with that kid. Yeah. And I really want to adopt one day, but what I know is very shortly, I really want a newborn. And I think part of our natural DNA does want to in some way reproduce um, with your own genetics. Yeah. And I don't think that's, that's nothing to be shamed that there, that's a beautiful thing. Every heterosexual person on the earth gets that opportunity. And I think gay people should have it too, yeah. especially when the kind of humans we need in this world are probably going to be raised by gay people. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully change the game, hopefully change the game forever. So we started going through the process of IVF and it was just very difficult um, programs that we had to look at, although I totally honor them and what they built, their portrayal of enlisting someone else to help you build a family, in this case, a, a hopefully wonderful, healthy, smart woman, they were tricky. They were tricky to come by. Uh, they were hard to come by. And a lot of the way they presented these profiles, you know, some of them had... Uh, I hate to say this because anyone who wants to donate their eggs, I feel is a generous, awesome woman. Yeah. But, you know, some of these photos we were seeing were just Snapchat filters or, you know, in a little trailer down south, like a beer. And I'm like, well, she's probably awesome and really cool, maybe super religious. I don't know. I can't tell from this photo in her bathroom. You know, it was hard Do to, you see to how, get excited about. Do you see how what? nice he is? Because he wants to say it was like a trailer park slag. <laughs> But he's like, I'm sure she's wonderful. <laughs> this is what I'm telling because, you. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's such a tricky subject, you know. But I, all I knew is that the kind of donors we were looking for, I knew in my own personal circle and I had been working with on Broadway. And even a lot of those women wanted to donate and wanted to donate to a gay couple. And I thought, you know what? I might be able to facilitate these matches of women who want to donate to people who might not even want their own kids but want to help somebody else have them. And... So it just kind of came. I thought, I think I can do this just a little differently, if not better, frankly. Um, a lot of the agencies today are run by women, you know, in their 50s and 60s who have never had to donate or have never been a donor. So not only is our team built of people who went through the IVF process, all of our employees have donated to a family before. And um, it's just, it's been amazing. We've had so many pregnancies. We've helped hundreds and hundreds of couples from the inception of the company now, um, it's just the growth has been nuts and we're helping people that we love all, you know, we request that our intended parents are mentally sound. So the donors feel good about donating to them. And it's just been incredible. I can't tell you, it's so exciting. And I get to go meet all these babies of all these gay dads and I'm just in heaven. Oh, but I don't think you even mentioned the name of the company. The name of the company is Elevate. And so specifically, if somebody, if a couple, if some people are in the need for this, um, they can kind of like go online, search you out, and you can give them a hand through the process. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's, um, the website is www.elevateeggdonoragency.com. So it's kind of a mouthful. And now we started surrogacy as well. So we're offering both of those, awesome. um, those oh, services to help people get to the finish line. Yeah. So if you Google Elevate Egg Donors, it'll come up and hopefully we find someone that excites you and wants to donate to you. You form this kind of uh, virtual relationship and go from there and do what makes you comfortable, but hopefully get you get you pregnant. You know, us gays, we always try to get pregnant. Trust me, I've been trying for years. Veranda's I mean, been trying for years. Multiple times a day, we can't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh boy! Well, uh, hey, you know what? Keep on trying. That's just what I have to say. Mm. Yeah, but what an well, awesome! We will. Yeah, what an awesome, awesome thing for you to put together because yeah. I'm sure it was very lacking, like you said, in that whole industry. I felt it. I felt it was, and then there's a whole set of people in the industry who would hate that I am saying that, you know, because they're they're thinking that they were doing it quite well, and 
for a certain set of the population, they were doing it well yeah. because there's a lot of websites with butterfly wings and babies from heaven and all the colors are purple and pink and it's isolating. Mm-hmm. It's, this process can be very isolating for gay people and I was over it and it upset me. So I wanted to create a change that opened doors specifically for gays as well as heterosexual couples who also maybe didn't want all of the, you know, the butterflies and the angel wings. Yeah, and we don't know those people, so fuck them. And uh, <laughs> they're nowhere near as cute as you and your husband, so fuck them and suck in time. Yeah. Yeah. So the people that are listening to our show will definitely be interested <laughs> right. in Elevate. So good. Well, bring them along. We'll get them, you know, anything we can to help them. That's yeah. right. That's oh right. Oh, my God. See what I mean? He's kind of yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. Could you imagine Veranda with a baby? I try not to every day <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I think there are baby wigs, though. Ah, see, I was just going to say there are baby wigs, and oh, my God, this will be the most glammed out baby ever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when we come back, we'll no longer talk about that. But we will be right back with the one and only Taylor Freck. Yay! And we're back with Taylor. 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 Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so sorry about those dogs. No, we're keeping them. We're dogs. keeping them. It's real. Guess what? We're going to have some fun with you. Not that we haven't already, but we're definitely have a little bit more fun. And we're going to learn a little bit more about you. And we're going to let all of our listeners, our titty tats, to get a better sense of who Taylor is. Yeah, because here it is, Taylor. Anybody can Google and IMDB you mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. But that's not what our listeners want to know. <laughs> All right, he's dead okay, silent. Cool. <laughs> Are you scared into silence? I'm nervous. Uh-huh. Okay, so basically, this nervous. is what it's going to be. This is this game is actually called Tit for Tat. This or that, and we will give you two okay. options, and you're going to just whatever floats into your mind, pick an option. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. That'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. Okay, and we'll start out real easy, and then we'll work into others. Yeah, we'll do something real simple. So how about writing or reading? Writing. Manny or petty? Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be petty. Oh, sorry. Uh, R&B, <laughs> R&B or dance? Dance. Hate R&B. You hate R and B? Wow! Oh gosh! So you no, can't... no. It's like I just—it really it gets to me after a while. There's like a couple songs, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. See, <laughs> this is what's That's, not. See, this, this, this is, is what we're, we're know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Plastic surgery or natural? You know, I think. Do I got to choose one because I really believe in natural, but there are slight enhancements that sometimes make people look really incredible, and they're very minute. Taylor, this is your game. You can say whatever right. you want. I don't shame people who do things, you know, a little Botox never hurt anybody. So amen to that. (laughs) 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 All right. The Tonys or the Academy Awards? Academy Awards. Gosh, the Tony productions are always such a piece of shit. And I love theater, but wow, they never nail it. Not one time have they nailed it. Okay. Versace or (laughs) Gucci? Gucci. Yeah. Ooh. New York City or L.A.? New York City, 100%. See, and yet you live in L.A. Uh, have to. Okay. Nature, nature of the beast, right? Okay. Chris, exactly. Hem- Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pine? Hemsworth, hands down, especially because, gosh, he's, he's got such a booty, man. <laughs> it's crazy. So you mean Hemsworth, I think... hands down, knees down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pine is like, I don't know. He's obviously, oh my gosh, he kind of looks like Kyle, my husband. I don't know. Something about him is a little too, like, definitely, probably, I don't know. Not not for me. Okay. All right, then. Hey, cocktail or wine? Wine. Well, and I think because, you know, you have a little thing called Wine Town, right? That's true. <laughs> Every night about six. Now, what's cool is we've limited it to one glass, where in my 20s, it's like a bottle. So that's good. <laughs> oh, honey, who are you kidding? I'm still drinking the bottle. All right. <laughs> okay. It Chapter One or It Chapter Two? 
It's chapter two. Surprise! <laughs> ah. All right. Full frontal. Uh, if it's paramount to the story or let it fly. What does let it fly mean? What do you mean? You know, kind of... Um, You're not too concerned with full frontal or only if it's so important to the story. Yeah. Full frontal, I do think it should be crucial to the story. Um, otherwise, it just becomes... Uh, t- uh, too gratuitous. You want it to. You want it to mean something while be titillating and thrilling. No, no. I would say it. It should be semi-important, but also when is it ever that important to do full frontal? So often it is just for laughs and kicks. So then I'm on board with that too. This is a trick question. I won't answer again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just as an aside, it's very important to me. All right. Next, <laughs> Tay Tay or Tay Frey. Tay Tay. Yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> All right, chest or legs? Both. Both. <laughs> Less is more or more is best? Less is more, 100%. I spent too many years in Mormonism teaching, you know, all they thought was modest is hottest and it perpetuates perverted rape culture. No, less is more. You feel good about yourself? Put it out there. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. There you go. Size matters or keep it average? Size has never mattered to me. Uh, it's, it's all about how how it's how it's used and the person it is attached to. Yeah, that well, good. Um, <laughs> okay, um, humor or intelligence? Humor. Yes. Gaga or Madonna? Gaga. Gosh, Madonna can't even sing. Sorry, everybody. Who's like forty and above? <laughs> he, he's talking about you, for Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Hug me or kiss me. Kiss me. Oh, hmm. don't let me down on this one, Taylor. Bowie or Jagger? Bowie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell me or show me. Show me. Night in or night out. Nighty, nights evenly split. Oh, okay. Oh. 70s or 80s? 70s. Ah, muscles or toned? A healthy mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> Flaws or perfection? Flaws, 100%. Who has time for perfection? It's not even real. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a mirror in your house? Multiple. Oh, okay. You might want to go back and rethink that last answer. <laughs> black and white or color? Black and white. Oh. Whisper or shout? Gosh, what's the scenario? Whatever, Whatever you, you want your yeah. scenario to be. You want me to make up a story? No, we'll hold off on that. I'll take it. I'll take a little more volume. Yeah, I'm thinking of various scenarios, and I probably would prefer a little bit more volume in all of them. So shout! <laughs> okay, big spender or big saver? And for, well, in terms of me, it's a big spender, but Kyle's a big saver. What I think is good for life, a big saver. Okay. Mm. Hairy or smooth? Smooth. Okay, September 6th. 2019 or October 1st, 2016? October 1st, 2016, baby! Oh, yay! (laughs) And Taylor, you have completed the tit for tat. This or that. Game. Ooh! I I think I failed, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's no pass or fail. It's just fun. Yeah. I did actually have a lot of fun. And actually, that really made me work a little. I was like, oh, my gosh, who am I? <laughs> See? Yeah. And this is this is an insight into our listeners love this game because they seriously love that little bit of insight. Yeah. So let's talk about what we have. What's coming, coming up? Yeah, what's yeah. coming up? What's new? What's, what's on the horizon for you? Well, um, I've got a Christmas movie coming out, uh, which airs on December 26th. Second, it's called A Date Before Christmas Eve, and it's going to be on Lifetime. And it's actually, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's super funny and it's super fun. And a lot of the actors in it were were fantastic. We just had the best time. Um, aside from that, 
I'm actually on hold for two projects right now that would kind of be my dream projects. Oh. Um, I should know within the next couple of weeks if I got them or not. You know how the chances are and then how the dice rolls. Um, it's very possible I did not get them, but I'm at the end for them, so that's a very promising thing. But we'll awesome. see what happens. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to keep our fingers crossed yeah. for that. Right? Yeah, and then we want to know. Yeah, We have to know. I know, and the thing is, when it hit my inbox, the audition, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is the one. Oh. Like, this is the one that, you know, kind of changes everything. And luckily, I went in, and then they kept bringing me back in, bringing me back in, and then you do the test and the screen test. So we'll see what happens, but I've learned not to get my hopes up too high about anything else. And frankly, the good thing is, my days are filled every day from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., you know, dealing with helping people build families. So my mind doesn't have a lot of extra energy or space to wonder if I got it. And that's right. been a very positive thing. Yeah. So how weird was it shooting this holiday film off season? <laughs> Super weird. And I just really, I like LA as for the lifestyle and the sun, but like, you know, when it comes down to the holidays, I don't really want to be here. Yeah. It doesn't feel like Christmas or fall. So shooting the movie in the summer, I was like, yeah, it's really bizarre. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I mean, I'm definitely leaving on December, I think, 12th. I'm going to go to Russia and Switzerland to uh, enjoy Christmas. Well, Taylor, we wish you the best of uh, of luck on all your future projects. You know, fingers crossed, lots of good energy out your way. And we can't wait to hear about them once you get them. Yeah, and, and all right, thanks. And we're not done with you yet. Mm-mm. We do a little thing that Ooh. we call the double drag dare. Mm-hmm. And okay, he, oh, he's ready. <laughs> sorry, I tipped him off. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but basically, what we do is you've survived this less than pleasurable experience. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> and we like to you can get back a little bit at somebody who you think also might enjoy this process. And then we go out on Twitter and Instagram and we dare them to come on the mm-hmm. show and say that you dared them. Oh, so who do you want to double drag dare to be on the tit for tat show? Either my husband, Kyle Dean Massey. Yeah. Or star of the bull type on Freeform, Also my best friend, Megan Fahey, who is basically like a gay man. So okay. either of them. Okay, well, All since right. we've already booked your amazing and sexy husband, <laughs> how about if we double drag dare Megan? Yeah, double totally. She'd be, yes, her. Yeah, you think she'll be fun? I think so. Yeah, engage awesome. her. Yeah, She's we always up for, for a fire. All right, we are going to do it. <laughs> and I was just thinking, the next thing that we have to do is we're going to have to get together in person. And I was thinking, why don't one of these years you come with Veranda and I to Fashion Week. Yeah, where's my my invite? So you guys go every year? We pretty much go all the time. I mean, it was, it's kind of the industry that I'm in. So um, we're going to definitely be hooking it up. And just think, we could have the lovely Taylor sandwiched Mm -hmm. between the two of us. That would be fabulous. Right? You know what? I love being between... Two people. This is great. <laughs> yeah, we'll make. We'll definitely make some photos, right? Oh, honey, you have no idea because it'll go like ding dong dong, <laughs> <laughs> and you can yeah, just see his yeah, hands I'm like there. in the air, ding ding ding. All right, cool. And <laughs> yeah. so, in the interim, as always, we would love yes. to have you come back on at some point in time. Update us about everything. I mean, update us about Elevate and update us about your your uh, upcoming projects. We want to we want to know it all. We want to know it all. Awesome. I'll be here. Awesome. And then what we are going to do, this is going to be a little tease. Our next show, we are actually having your amazing husband, Kyle Dean Massey, on, and we're going to compare answers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ooh. You know what? I already know what he's going to say about the hair and smooth, so watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, it just... is a consistent household argument. Uh-oh. <laughs> Taylor, as I expected, this was absolutely amazing, and we are absolutely grateful to have you come on, take the time and come on our little show. Yes. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and we will talk soon. Okay, sounds good. Have a great night. Thank you, darling. Oh, my God, how amazing was Taylor? Amazing. Oh, yes, and he's doing such good things out there. I'm so happy to know that he's got this great program with Elevate and and the adoption process and the in vitro process. 
you know, I know a lot of my my uh, gay friends and couples that are just, you know, they're going through the works with it too. Yeah. And it ain't easy. Yeah. It right. just ain't easy. You know, a good friend of mine just adopt uh, or trying to adopt a, a child, and he's eight years old. Wow. He, he doesn't, you know, he he's been a foster kid for so long, and but they're they're going through it though. I, I mean, yeah, I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. So this is a great program. You know, kudos to you, Taylor, and and your hubby for for putting this forward. Well, and how much more can one person do, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, man after my own heart. Let me tell you. No, come on. Yeah, he's hey, taken. Uh, well. But if you are curious, <laughs> titty tats, because I know you yes. lean a little bit trashy, mm-hmm. make sure you ta- check out Taylor's mm-hmm. Instagram page mm-hmm. because it gets cheeky, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, a wink. Wink, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, like I was saying, triple threat. And now, actually, hearing everything that's going on, what is he like a quint threat? I guess, yeah. Wears me out. Entrepreneur, actor, tap dancer. I'm tired. Cheeky model. (laughs) (laughs) I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Oi. Yeah. Oh, well. How fantastic. I know. And. Yeah, we oh, have... I can't wait to hear from his husband now. Mm, yeah. This going to be good. So... Dirt. Again, a, amazingly talented, mm-hmm. multi-threat. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be quite another show. <sighs> I'm tired already. I know. It's time for a nap. No, it's time for good night. It's time for a cocktail. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it was, was a really yep. great, yep. great, great time. But until next time, mm. with Kyle Dean Massey, mm-hmm. it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Goodnight, Veranda. <laughs> <laughs> How's that so funny? <laughs> goodnight, Veranda. <laughs> now, Chris, you have to out that one. You got to outdo that one. Say goodnight, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Titty Tats. There we go. Oh, I thought he was going to be musical. Good night, Veranda. Oh my god, there we go. See? See? Are your dogs barking? (laughs) (laughs) And for me. Oh god. Just remember, if you've got nobody else, you've always. (laughs) I can't even with you. (laughs) And then there's me. (laughs) You've always got us. Good night. Oh, tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat. Tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. Talking about the gossip out on the scene. And you can count on them to give you the dish. And if we don't like you, you're a son of a bitch. Oh, my.